0: The
1: future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.
2: The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com.
3: thought about why people act the way they do? Why are some people more difficult to deal with while others are always pleasant? Let's find out together. Welcome to Human Behavior. What a trip. Your host is Dr. Jonathan Brower. Our program combines expert guests with people just like you who have questions or comments. We'll have fun exploring human behavior. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jonathan Brower.
4: Hello, everybody. This is Jonathan Brower. And uh, my show is called Human Behavior What a Trip. And we have a great story for you today. It's a true story, a real story. And hopefully you'll find it interesting, if not absolutely fascinating. So, my guest today is a fellow named Gabe. And I've known Gabe since the late 1960s. And in the late 1960s, we were runners, we still are runners, but we were distance runners. And from 1968 or 69, I believe, through about 1982 or 83, we ran thousands of miles together. And uh, I've known Gabe for all these years, and he has an incredible story. It's a love story, and it's a sorry story. It's a sad story, and it's a happy story. It's all these things linked together. And you are lucky to be able to hear this, this tale. It's a true story, a true tale. And someday this may be a movie, but that's not happening yet. So, Gabe, I'd like to say hello to you. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, Gabe. So, um, Gabe, let's start from the very beginning. When I first met you, you were a high school runner and, uh, at that point, I was already uh, in graduate school, and uh, we got to know each other very well, and we became very dear friends. So, uh, in the very beginning of your story, you grew up, you were born in France, and, and what part of France were you born in? Were you uh, I, I was
0: born in, in Paris, in the 20th district, uh, okay. a, a poor, poor neighborhood.
4: Yeah, parents. Yes. And uh, at what age were you when you and your parents and your sister came to America? We came in 1960. Uh, I was nine years old. Okay, so you we were nine years old. Yes. And uh, I recall you telling me many years ago that when you first came to America, you, uh, for the first time, experienced chocolate bars and Coca-Cola. Is
0: that correct? Well, uh, almost. Almost. Uh, I experienced Coca-Cola, and we had Coca-Cola in France, but uh, I never drank it because I always assumed it was chocolate milk, it's Coca, and uh, on the airplane, I was offered Coca-Cola, and I was in the mood for chocolate milk, but instead, I got Coca-Cola, but it was a pleasant taste, and I never forgot that.
4: I see, and once you were in California, you liked eating that stuff a lot, right?
0: Uh, Yes, Uh, you mean Coca-Cola?
4: yeah
0: yeah I drank coca cola for a while
4: yeah yes, so if we fast forward um so once you were in high school and even before then um how did you experience your parents when you were a little boy and going through adolescence and all did that? You know, oh, that
0: experience um well, from my recollection uh um it was uh just looking back but at that time I I didn't know any different Um, there was never any um, uh, loving or uh, emotional support but I I at least appeared very comfortable in that setting yeah Uh, so so you remember uh, like I never had uh, uh, my father or my mother say I love you and I never said I love you Uh, there wasn't any hugging Um, but it was there was uh, um, just a very quiet. Uh, there was never any arguing, um,
4: so I was yeah. I was comfortable. Yeah. So there was never any arguing, but there was a a, a deficit in affection and love. Yes. Oh, yeah. That,
0: well, yeah. now at that time I didn't see it that way.
4: I know. But now you
0: reflecting something. back, yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And yeah. uh, I learned from that later on in life.
4: Yes, which we'll get to in a few minutes. Yes. So, um, and your father died when he was relatively young, is that? Correct? He was sixty-one, actually, um, my age now. Oh, I see. And and uh, what what was his cause of death? Uh,
0: pancreatic uh, cancer.
4: I see. And um, as I recall, from what you said, your father was um, also uh, a gambler of some sort.
0: Yes, he was. Um, I, I did, I, when I was in the home, it, it did not affect me. Um, uh, apparently, there was money—a the little money that came in was set aside because we always had food. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he was—he was a gambler. He liked to play cards and go to the horse racing.
4: Yes. And how was it for you when he actually died, and you no longer could see him or be with him?
0: Um, well, uh, I, I was sad. Uh, uh, I I was prepared for him to die because of this condition, and we went to the hospital and visited him fairly regularly. So it was a matter of, I, I, emotionally, I prepared myself to hear the news that he's going to die, but I yeah. was sad. Uh, yes. and I, even though we didn't have a great connection, he was my father, and, and uh, yes. I did love him.
4: And how did the death of your father affect your mother? I
0: don't know. Um, uh, so,
4: the, so the two I, we never, you never talked, really about, talked about. I never
0: talked about that. Uh, of course, like you know, she mourned like like anyone else when there's a death in the family. Um, it affected her. Well, she, she she had to go outside and get a job. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I, I really can't tell you.
4: because I don't okay. know. Yeah. And then, um, if we fast forward to high school, uh, you were a runner. And there were some other very good runners, one of them being a fellow named Dan, who was one of the best uh, runners in the state back in uh, the late and, 60s. Yes, and then your sister was a, a girlfriend of his for a while while they were in high school. That's right. Yeah. And um, growing up, what was your relationship like with your sister?
0: I, I think it was just again there was much there was not much emotion. Uh, huh? It was somewhat distant. Uh, I'm much closer to her now, yes. where we can both express our feelings a little bit better than we did when we were children. Yes. So uh, there, there wasn't. She was my sister. And I was her brother. Yes.
4: Um,
0: but uh, there's nothing memorable that I can relate. Yeah.
4: Okay. So. Um, uh. After high school, you went to uh, college, and then in college, you decided you wanted to become a teacher.
0: Correct. Well, yeah, primarily, I wanted to become a coach. A coach. To become a coach, I had to become a teacher.
4: Yes. And then, uh, early in your career, you were uh, teaching in South Central Los Angeles? Correct. And which yeah. high
0: school was it? You've told it was you, Jefferson school. High School. and At Jefferson uh, High School. Uh, yes.
4: Yeah. Who yeah. used to have I, tremendous track teams.
0: Uh, yes. Uh, n- n- uh, when I was there, it was, was after the greatness of that school, but even to, to this date, they had the best track teams in the country, actually. Um, it was an uh, inner-city school, uh, predominantly black students, 90 percent and 10 percent.
4: So when you were teaching at Jefferson High, w- what was the subject you taught?
0: Health? I taught health education, and then I also coached
4: cross country and track. Okay, so you health education, and you were a cross cross country and track coach. Yes. Okay, and uh, from what I remember you telling me, and it seemed like a very lovely way you did it. Uh, you were very um, friendly with your students, and you also taught them a lot about how to be healthy and what to eat. And uh, you would bring in foods and samples. Yes. and and your and your your students really enjoyed all that.
0: Yeah, cuz it was totally foreign to them. Uh good nutrition, good lifestyle. Um, uh, they were not exposed to that, but uh, I made the subject matter very interesting and uh and I did get some good feedback from the students.
4: Yes. Okay, so um uh if we go back now to when you were coaching uh, you were coaching for quite a few years, and at one point you had this uh, young lady who was a tremendous athlete, track and field athlete, and she had moved with her parents from uh, New York State to uh, California to L.A., and uh, she became one of your athletes, right? Correct. Yes. And uh, what happened What happened with the two of you? How did the two of you... Uh, Come
0: to know each other better through all this. How how did we get to know each other better? Uh, Yeah. Well, uh, as you said, she was a tremendous athlete, uh, very, very talented and very motivated. And I was a fairly new coach, and I was very motivated to be a good coach. So we connected very highly on on the um, Mm. coach-athlete relationship, which stayed that way for about a year and a half. Uh
5: Uh-huh.
0: And then... (laughs) Yeah. Should I go beyond that or
5: Sure, go, go
0: on. Okay. Uh and, and then uh a um, romantic relationship developed uh between the two of us.
4: Yeah, and how old was she at the time when that happened?
0: Uh she was just um 2 weeks shy of 17 and I was I was 29.
4: Okay. So um the two of you were uh in
0: love with each other would you say or i would say this yes uh, uh, and the word love is interesting because maybe we'll get later uh, into this uh, uh-huh. the show but uh i i was never in love before and uh, so it was a very new experience uh to me and um uh apparently for for candy it was also a new experience Uh so uh, yes uh,
4: yes so in some ways it was like a a new narcotic of sorts yes you you were very drawn to each other
0: very much so Uh, I would say looking back now uh, extremely
4: yes and uh, she was your first the first lady or young girl that you had love towards or had any sexual feelings towards Uh, correct yes first
0: Right. Uh, yeah, even though you know, I was 29, I was still a virgin.
4: Yeah, we're going to uh, take, you know, in about 30 seconds, we're going to be taking a break. So okay. just continue what you're saying
0: and we'll stop. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I was a virgin at 29. I, even though I dated, it was uh, very few in between uh-huh. dates. I never developed a relationship with any, any, anyone.
4: Yeah, which is somewhat related to how it was with your parents, that they weren't involved with you enough. And you didn't, get, you didn't get the love from them, and that's nope. kind of what you expected to happen. We can make that connection, yes. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to take a break for right now, and we'll come back very shortly.
1: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
2: Defeatanxietynow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557.
0: On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have a nationally known guest that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time here on voiceamerica.com.
3: Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111.
1: SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
3: You're listening to Human Behavior What a Trip with Dr. Jonathan Brower If you have a question or comment for the show this week please call in to 1-866-472-5792 That's toll free 1-866-472-5792 You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com Now, back to Human Behavior What a Trip Hi
4: everybody this is Jonathan Brower with uh, Human Behavior What a Trip We're back with Gabe And we're learning about The life and times of Gabe And this incredible story of his So Gabriel we're back with you And um, so you and uh, Candy uh, Were being sexual with each other yeah, we And the two of sexual, you yeah. liked it And then what happened That uh, became a problem
0: well, as the expression would say, all hell broke loose. Um, uh, and and actually for both of us, it was confusing. And, you know, even though I was the teacher, and uh, people would say, and I would say, looking back, you know, it was my responsibility not to get involved. Uh, but again, I look back, because of my emotional state and never-have-been relationship, uh, that uh, overtook the rational part of my thinking. Yes. Uh, but uh, what happened was actually um uh candy's mother uh, became suspicious of of um of uh, candy and I yes.
5: because
0: with candy um I spent a lot of time with the athletes uh, and I was still an athlete, but anyway, I would run with them and, and we'd develop a great cross country team but anyway uh, um but afterwards. Uh, to Candy's wishes, and, and, and to me it was fine because all I had to do was go home, so I had the time. She wanted to do more work. Uh, she indicated to me.
5: When you say more work,
0: you mean more running. More training. Yeah. Because, uh, so, uh, anyway, I coached appropriately, um uh, to the level I felt, uh, was needed for everyone to get in shape, but she wanted to go beyond that. She said, yes. I want to be better. I really do. And so, we would run. I mean, she was a sprinter, basically, and she wanted to run miles and miles, which we did in South Central and streets of South Central, L.A., after the other athletes went. So she would come home late. Yes. Her so mother got suspicious, and uh, she did confront Candy, and Candy did deny it, but eventually she said, yes, I, I am involved with, with, uh, with
4: Gabe. Yeah, and then what I mean, she happened You didn't call with... me
0: Gabe. You call me but my last name, but...
4: She called, who called you by your last name, the mother? Well, I
0: mean, Candy, she would refer to me as Coach.
4: I see. Coach
5: or Mr. Gross?
0: Yeah, Coach Gross. Yes. Yes. uh, And she did. And then the the mother um, went to the principal.
5: Yes.
0: uh, uh, And, uh, well, I I should backtrack a little bit, though. Uh, Actually, the principal, uh, maybe a month or so before we got involved sexually, um, the principal, took me to his office, and he said he's observed, and, and some of the uh, students do, said I'm spending too much time, or we're spending too much time together. Yes. And I assured, uh, and, I, and I thought that would be the case. I assured the principal, oh, nothing's going to happen. This is just a student-coach uh, um, uh, relationship, and Candy works hard, and, and I work hard in being a good coach, etc. Uh, anyway, uh, the mother afterwards went to the principal, then I got called uh, to, to complain. Yes. And the principal called me in a second time a month yes. later and asked, Is, uh, Are you and Candy involved in any way? So I never denied anything. I said yes. And I admitted everything. And and I was, <laughs> uh, of course, he said, I'm going to have to report this to the Board of Education. And, and uh, basically, I lost my job.
5: Yes. And
0: uh, I lost my, uh, well, then I. It's a long process. So but anyway, I lost my job, uh, and, and more things developed
4: after that. Well when we say more things specifically, you were uh you were possibly gonna end up being in prison oh, for this.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. So basically so um what happened was uh and bear with me, so much happened. This was a long time ago. We're talking thirty Yes. Thirty one years ago. Anyway, um Um, Yes, uh, um, the mother more than the father, even though uh, the father wasn't happy, uh, pursued a legal case against me. Yes, Uh, so I was charged with uh, well, there's two. It was actually two. um, um, It was called legal sexual intercourse, also known as statutory rape. Yes, and um, I I actually went to the police station and and admitted everything, so I, I was charged. I, I appeared in front of a judge. Uh, yes. I, I was I was released uh, for the uh, uh, for the next court hearing. Yes, and uh, I went to court for for this I was facing a possible at that time it was four years four years in state prison.
4: Yeah, that's terrible. So how yeah, did that happen?
0: I was depressed. To... It was ter- it was terrible. I
4: know. So how and, and did then I up... was
0: hard on Candy too because what happened was. Okay, so we were separated, and again, um, uh, even though it was not considered socially, not considered an acceptable relationship, it was. We were in love. So I was separated. I was ordered not to see her. She she was ordered not to see me. And um, what happened at school, though, is that the kids, and I think it was wrong, but I wasn't there, took my side. Yes. And really gave her a tough time. Uh, so that she was forced to actually transfer to another school.
5: Uh-huh.
0: So that was hard on her, too. So it was yes. hard on, on both of us. The mother we, uh, actually talked to me before she pressed charged. And, um, and, um, what I'm trying to remember the conversation. But anyway, what basically happened, she said, no, I'm not going to pursue charges. Um, and... Uh, uh, anyway, she did, and uh, what it turned out is as Candy told me later that the reason she pressed charges is because I made a statement when I talked to the mother, and I meant it just I, I meant it uh, sincerely uh, I was talking to her uh, why Candy fell in love with me and why I fell in love with her, and I made a statement that if she knew me better, you would like me too to the mother. Yes. And I just meant that's just the way it is. But she took it that I would I, that she would like me sexually. Uh-huh. The mother. So then she pressed charged against me, and uh, then she told. her, And she was abusive to Candy, to her own daughter, which was sad. I didn't know that until later. Um, and she basically said, "This man is not going to be with you because you're uh, you're a black girl from the inner city, and he's a white guy." And he's yes. just using you to try to compare you to white girls, and which was not true. No. Uh, uh, even though there was a black and white, that was not an issue for me personally, not for her either, but it was for a lot of other people.
4: Yes. So uh, how did it end up that you didn't go to prison?
0: Oh, okay. So uh, we went to court. Um, I did have... Um, Luckily, uh, I didn't know what to do, but I, got, I had an attorney who was very, very knowledgeable, and, and he was able to um, talk to the, um, uh, I guess it's uh, the, the district attorney, uh, um, because um, things were we were actually afterwards, which could have got me in trouble. We started seeing each other when we yes. were supposed to, and anyway, the district attorney knew about it. The attorney knew about it. Um, um, What got me not to be charged on a felony charge was the court, the the judge, who's a very well-known prosecutor. Actually, he was the same. He became a judge, but he was a prosecutor that prosecuted Sarvain Saran. I didn't know that until later on. But anyway, Uh um, when when I appeared in court... um, and what saved me? And I, I wasn't going to produce these, but my attorney said, "Please, do you have anything to help you out?" I said, "I don't know. I got love letters from Candy. Yes. Uh, I she, we have. I have love letters that indicated um, that she loved me and she wanted to be with me uh, sexually, et cetera." And uh, uh, attorney says, "You know that that's going to be very helpful." So, and she wrote me a, a, a poem in French. Yeah, in French. So anyway, the judge, when he came to sentence me, he says, you know, you did break the law. It is a felony. Uh, and uh, uh, But under the circumstances, uh, um, you know, I actually, this is what the judge said. I actually feel that this case would be in front of the Dear Abby desk rather than mine. But uh-huh. this is a criminal case. But I, I can't justify a felony. Or I'm going to sentence you to a, a misdemeanor um, and three months probation. Yes, um, and that was that.
4: And during the probation, you were not supposed to be seeing Candy. That's
0: true, but uh, I didn't have enough sense, and Candy didn't have well, she was young too. But yeah. <laughs> she, we, we saw each other, um, even though we both knew. I mean, yeah. I, I would be in more trouble than she would. Uh, we we loved each other. I mean, it's it's, it's it, that was the bottom line. If uh, but anyway. Um, after um, she she continued going to school, at the, and on exactly on her 18th birthday, uh-huh. she called me. She says, come and pick me up. Well, yes. I knew I could because it was no longer against the law. She uh-huh. was 18, and we stayed in the, you know, and I lost my job, so I, I had all, no money. We lived in a very poor neighborhood in L.A. Um, but she, you know, she finished school. And then right after graduation... We got married, and of course, uh-huh. nobody came to our wedding. It was just her and I in downtown l a uh-huh. um, After we got married, the attorney said, "Well, you know, you two are married. Let's go back to court to see what we can do." So we went back to court together. The judge looked at us and looked at the circumstance, and he said, "Well, under these circumstances, i, I don 't see why you should have a criminal record and he He withdrew the the, the, the misdemeanor charge. He yes. said, you you will not have a criminal record yes uh, which was good. I didn't want a criminal record, I, even though I broke the law I, I didn't feel like a criminal, but anyway, that's what happened and two years later um you know I request to see if I can get my peden- my teaching peden- my California yes. teaching credential back
4: okay we're we're gonna do um take a brief break here for a commercial okay.
1: Defeatanxietynow.com is geared to
2: help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557.
1: There are a lot of health questions that your doctor doesn't always seem to have the time to answer. Every week, you can have these questions answered and find out a lot more about how to improve your health on Getting Real About Nutrition with Lisa DeFazio. You'll talk to Lisa and her guest experts about diets, meal planning, healthy food ideas, and medical issues. We'll also talk about foods to avoid, allergies, and supplements you should or shouldn't be taking. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
3: Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111.
1: SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health and Wellness.
3: You're listening to Human Behavior, What a Trip with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to phd at yahoo.com. Now, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip!
4: Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Jonathan Brower with... Uh Human behavior, what a trip! And I'm speaking with Gabe about this incredible story—a love story, a sad story, a happy story—and you take it from there. So, Gabe, you now—you uh, and Candy were married, and um, uh, what did you guys do for income?
0: Well, what happened? Um, <laughs> what What happened was I. I uh, I'm just trying to remember that, uh, oh, I, I actually went to um,
5: uh,
0: a private school, yes. and I talked to the principal, and, and, and I never, again, I, I want to be upfront with him, I and mean, I told him
5: that yes. I had a
0: relationship with my students, I'm married now, um, and he asked me, well, do you, do you have a criminal record? I said, no. So, anyway, I, I worked, but it was was a half the salary I was making. Yes. Uh, uh, so it was uh, just enough to get by uh, financially. Yes. And, and then, um, well, so what happened was uh, two years after um, the California Board of Education withdrew my, and revoked my my teaching credential. For California? Uh, yeah. Uh, my attorney said, you know, um, why don't you just try to, to what you, uh, if they can reconsider the, uh, being what the situation is. So I wrote I had to call them, and I go through a big process, and, uh, and write a big long letter, and explaining the whole situation to them. And um, I guess the, they had a the board of several people that decided to, to it was justified to give me back my credential.
4: Uh huh.
0: So to date, I still, even though I'm not teaching right now, I still have my my California teaching credential.
4: Yes, and then after uh, high school. Candace went to college.
0: Yeah, Candice, again, yeah. Uh, Candace went back to uh, Union College in Schenectady. Uh, yeah. With a
4: scholarship. But, she, but she didn't finish her program there.
0: That no, was, no, yeah. she, she did not, no. And
4: then, and then at some point, she started writing, uh, she had several magazines, one of which I used to write for. Yeah. A <laughs> few guys. On, yeah, that um, was
0: later on. That was uh, uh, seven years into our marriage. Yeah. She, she developed... Um, well, she, Candy was a very creative lady. Well, ba- well right? basically,
4: she was very smart. Very, very and smart. Ve- and yeah. very talented in many ways.
0: Uh, yes, and um, she always wanted to create. She always created things. So you, you spoke at the magazine. Uh, should we speak on that now, or...?
5: Well, you can just mention the name of the, the, name
0: of the yes. magazine. Yeah, she developed a magazine, the first of its type in, in the country or anywhere yeah. in the world. Uh, it was called Interrace Magazine. It, it was uh, for interracial couples yes. and families. And,
5: uh, did say, uh, what did you say about Emily's?
0: Excuse me? No, I said for interracial couples and families. Oh, and families, yes. Yes, and uh, uh, it was successful for the time that the magazine was being published.
4: yes. And uh, and then at some point you ended up uh, helping her with the magazine.
0: Correct. Yes. Uh, so uh, when we were in New York, she was going to school uh, to, to get her degree and, uh, and to run on the track team. Yes. Uh, and uh, I, um, I I I obtained a um, New York State credential. And yes. same thing again. Um, because on application, you know, it asked we. Did, did you ever have your license revoked and so on? So I checked. Yes. So I was called in there to ask me to explain it. Uh, uh, I, that's how I always wanted to be upfront, and uh, I told them the situation, just like, I, like yes. I, I'm doing with you. And they said, "Well, do you have a criminal record?" No. I said, Did you ever get your California credential back? Yes. So I said, so they said "Well, then we can provide you with a teaching <laughs> credential." So I taught five years uh, in in the New York, in Schenectady. Yes. There and once the magazine started developing with within about a year or two, uh, Candy said, "You know, the magazine is doing well enough that it could support the uh, the, uh, the family. Yes. Uh, why don't you work with me and not teach anymore?" So yes. I agreed to that.
4: And, and uh, so, uh, uh, you when you had your first child, how old? Um, what year was that? Yeah, uh,
0: Gabriella was born in 1984.
4: So, uh, was she was she born before the Interace magazine? Yes, became? she was born five years before the Interace magazine. I see. And then, so the two of you, you and and Candy, were the parental figures and helped take care of your daughter. Correct. Yeah. Yes. And um, what? What happened between you and Candace? Because it's at one point, she became very angry with you and she wanted to be divorced and you guys did get divorced and at some point, she threw you out of the house. She locked you out of the house on several occasions. And yeah. Tell so us what, what, what happened
0: I, I, Well, the first sign was... Uh, and, and again, my perspective is different now than it was then because I yes. didn't understand what was going on. She started developing some... Some characteristic which which i didn 't understand uh, um, uh, she uh, used, she was, she would have episodes of depression uh-huh. um, um, I recollect anger I, I remember at times she would um, she would go and, and uh, curl up in a corner of, of, of a room uh-huh. like a fetal position. Yeah, I, I, I really actually I didn't understand all that uh, at that time. I think I understand now why that was
4: happening, but not. What's a, your What's your understanding now of what happened?
0: Um, I'm not uh, 100. Okay. percent This is maybe a little sensitive. Uh, but what I think, and I spoke to her mother, who was who I, uh, was my worst enemy at one time, and yes. and wanted to kill me, and uh, now I'm. Person on earth, because she she saw that I do I do care I did care and I do care for her daughter. Uh, I I believe um, that uh, and I spoke to her mother uh, in, in detail on this uh, and I, we couldn't figure out. Even her mother said, "Well, what's wrong with Ken? What is she doing?" And 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 I, and I didn't quite understand. But there was an issue with uh, on on Candy's parents' side um, with another sibling. That uh-huh. was supposedly molested by her father.
4: One of her, mean, one of Candace's siblings.
0: Yes, uh, uh-huh. and, he, and her mother took him to court for that. Nice. Uh, so that was one thing. And Candy once mentioned that she was uh, father when she woke up was on a bed drunk. Uh
5: uh-huh.
0: So that was another.
4: Oh, uh, well, I hope he was drunk. And was he trying to be sexual with her, or what?
0: Not. Uh, that was never indicated to me by Candy. I see okay, okay so, yeah uh, so you, and I'm only saying this to explain what made me think what yes. what, what happened to candy and I, I I still believe that, and the mother does too uh and um and another time when we were intimate um, um this is uh maybe four or five years into the marriage, maybe yes. less, but anyway, I'm um, uh, she stood up and screamed, and uh, uh, and she scared uh, scared me so much. And I asked her, I said, well, "What's wrong?" Yes. I said, well, I saw my father's face in your face. Yeah. So I I, I took it that maybe because I'm older than her, okay. But you know, I put all the pieces later, and I, I think that there was an issue with. Uh, and it was a very painful issue for Candace. I think that she was molested she had a lot of anger and and I'm not a psychologist but I think a lot of that anger was transferred to me
4: yes so she had she grew up with a tremendous attachment bond ruptures that didn't get repaired and you had the similar thing with your parents yes so the two of you were um, kind of like floating out in space and you didn't have a good grounded relationship
0: yes Yeah.
4: that. Yes. I mean, so
0: love. Uh, I mean, there's, there's still love. Uh, yes. We could talk about that later. But uh, uh, and uh, uh, that created a lot, a lot of problems.
4: Yes. So, so at one point when Candice was very uh, angry with you, and uh, she was on several occasions uh, locked you out of the house, and you had to spend the night sleeping outside.
0: Outside, homeless shelter. Oh, yes. Was this or, while you were
4: still married, or was this yeah, we after were still the
0: divorce? Married. We were still married, and, and this was many years later. We're talking... Um, yes. Uh, actually, we're talking about 10, 11 years ago.
4: Yes. So, um, uh, how was it for you to have her throw you out of the house, and what did you want to do about that, and what did okay, you well,
0: do? <laughs> my perspective is different now, and it would have been different because I would have... Um, seek some type of counseling together, yes. but um, I didn't understand. I I, uh, I I was always good to her, uh, and uh, I, I I couldn't understand uh, until I started putting those pieces together uh, why she was doing that. So uh, it was it was painful, and um,
4: and why were you willing to put up with that?
0: I don't know. Um, uh, I just thought things would get better. Uh, I see. Um, I, again, I, I, mean, I will say it again, I, 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 I love candy and I, I loved it then and I still do. And I still did then. Yes.
5: Um,
0: and I wanted to keep things together.
5: Yes. And I have
0: p- been told by a lot of people they would have, I know, and if they were me, they would have been gone a long time ago, but th- yeah. that wasn't my thinking.
4: Yeah. Um, so at some point she officially divorced you.
0: Yes, but before that, um, because you did pose this question, uh, why I put up with it. Well, there was one time just, and, and, and it wasn't divorce, it was something else, and I'll tell you in a in moment. Just prior to that, maybe two months prior to uh, when she went to court, I'll uh, explain that. Um, well, hang on for a second. Me we out. Were... She locked me out, and, and you, you said, why did I put up? And that's the first time ever I was so Wait a second.
4: We're going to have a break for a moment right now.
1: Okay. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
2: Defeatanxietynow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557.
3: All around the outermost rim of the shield, he set the mighty stream of the River Oceanus. Creating Achilles' shield in Homer's The Iliad, Book 18. Rachel Carson in The Sea Around Us said,
1: All at last, return to the sea, to ocean us, the ocean river, like the ever-flowing stream of time, the beginning and the end. Moyer's Environmental Dialogues with Dr. Rob Moyer offers lively dialogue and revealing narrative inquiry into how individuals are overcoming obstacles and creating a greener and blue planet Earth. Tune in Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Green Talk Network.
3: Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower, and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's
1: 805-535-5111. can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness.
3: You're listening to Human Behavior, What a Trip, with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. Now, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip.
4: Hello, everybody. This is Jonathan Brower with Human Behavior, What a Trip. I'm talking with Gabe and his incredible story with his uh, wife and ex-wife, and they're still together in a certain way. So, hi, Gabe. We're back.
0: Yes. So uh, Okay. so uh, there was one time, one uh, incident, where, again, <laughs> uh, I laughed, but it wasn't funny. Uh, uh, um, anyway, uh, without going into detail, she, again, there was something that happened in the apartment, and I had to step out. It yes. was so bad. And, um, again, I was working with Candy, still on her magazine, so I was totally dependent financially uh, with the income that came uh with the business, the the magazine business, uh and of course I never she never provided me with any funds, so uh I had no money, nothing. I, I as a matter of fact I didn't even have <laughs> she would destroy everything, I didn't have my driver's, I had nothing. I walked out and I, I had a a uh, twenty dollar bicycle, I bought it thrift shop. Yes. And I decided that I'm not coming back. And I went to my sister's to stay and I actually stayed there for thirty days. Yes. Oh, no. During that time, oh. yeah. she did not uh, file for divorce. She, she filed for an annulment.
4: Okay, but eventually you, you, the two of you got divorced.
0: No. Oh, you uh, never
4: got divorced.
0: It, no, uh, she filed for annulment, meaning uh, that see. marriage never existed. And I knew about this, but I, again, I, and she put information that was not appropriate or, or was not correct. Otherwise, there'd be no annulment, because you can't have annulment if you have children and, together for 20 years. Right. Um, but I thought it would help her psychologically, uh, maybe give her some freedom. It didn't do anything. <laughs> so, but, uh, so the judge granted an annulment. Uh, so technically, even today, I have an annulment paper. We have an annulment paper. I see. Um, but I, if I went to back to court, I could say that's not valid. I've... Uh, uh, because we had children,
4: she put. We didn't have children. And All right. So both with to... your, uh, with your incident with the judge regarding the uh, statutory rape, and then with the annulment, it sounds like the, the two of you were able to skirt around things and avoid certain problems by just uh, having these judges who were going along with what what you wanted them to do, basically. But but back to the story here. So um, at one point. Well, several points, uh, uh, Candy would be very rageful towards you, and among other things, she uh, uh, you, you had a tremendous um, library about running, and you had all these trophies, and she, she got rid of all that, and she tore everything up and smashed them. And when she did that, I assume you were angry with her. Were you?
0: I was, but I, I didn't display it. And why is that? I mean, uh, why? I, I don't know. It's, okay. Uh, uh, okay. um Maybe because, again, my affection for her, because I can't, I don't get angry very often towards other people, but if there's an issue to get me angry, I do express it. Uh, but with her, I, I didn't. Although, since we're being open here, uh, there was one time I did show my anger, because she did something, uh, anyway. uh, uh that I wasn't very happy about, it. um... Well, it's, not that you
4: it's not that you weren't very happy, you were very angry.
0: Yeah, I was very angry. She broke my glasses. Mm. Um, yes. For no apparent reason, and I couldn't see anyway, and, and I, 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 I called her a bitch. And that's yeah. the first and only time I ever called her a name. I, could, I didn't know how to respond. I was so upset the way she did that. Yeah. Um, but that's, not, that's the only time I, I even
4: showed her any anger. Okay.
0: Um, so,
4: it's, so at some point um, along this line, she started having symptoms of multiple sclerosis, right? That's right. In 1998. Uh, in 1998. And yeah, I time remember. Gotten, because gotten,
0: what happened was... Um, uh, outside of, of being a, a magazine publisher, um, she was also a, 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 script, a movie script writer and, uh, and a songwriter and a singer. She she started a singing career.
4: Yeah, she was uh, very multi-talented. Was,
0: uh,
4: excuse me? She was very multi-talented.
0: Yeah. So in the studio, I, I was with her. I was always with her, whatever she did. I went and took her. Anyway, yeah. she, um, she was in the studio and she got a twitch in her, her uh, right leg. And yes. out of the blue sky, I mean, she knew nothing. <laughs> she said, with my luck, I have, I'm going to get MS. I mean, she just I, I remember that vividly. Yes. And we, we didn't think about that, uh, but yes. uh, uh, maybe a, a couple months later. Uh, I mean, it slowly developed twitches and things, and eventually she was diagnosed with some multiple sclerosis.
4: And within a relatively short amount of time, her symptoms got very severe.
0: Yeah, they were continuous progressive. It got worse, yes. and it was slowly but... It, it did get worse. And yes. With MS, the, 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 the condition stabilizes, but with her, it was always progressive. Even though she took, she took medication for about a year, uh, that didn't, the side effects were worse than the benefits. So she right. Quit. And ever since then, she's not had any medicine.
4: Yes. So if we fast forward to July of 2012, uh, she's very much bedridden now, and you're the main caretaker for her, right?
0: I'm the only well, well uh, we also have a son lastly so he helps us yes. uh,
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah we are yes because um at the time we had uh rough going uh uh um nobody wanted to take care of her, on her family Her mother didn't
5: yes. want her
0: anyway and um I've been taking care of her ever since, and uh, now she's hundred percent bedridden
4: uh, yes So you you're the one who Washes her. Who
0: I brush her teeth. I brush her teeth. Her I take her to the toilet. I right. change her. I mean, I know she's she's all she's in bed. She doesn't. I mean, so, she, so everything is done in the bed, and I I, I've been taking care of her. I, I still do.
4: Yes, and uh, I know in recent times when I've talked to you about this, um, she's very affectionate towards you. now. she? Can, she can't now, talk very well at this point. Now, right?
0: What happened is okay at this stage. Um, where she is today, and I did a little research on this, Yes. Um, in some MS patient, if it's severe enough, and again, I'm not a doctor, so I'll try to be as accurate as I can, but from what I'm reading, um, that uh, a portion of the brain, I forget which part, releases the endorphin. Yes. Maybe it's another hormone, but it's a a good mood hormone. So, well, before she got sick, she would be depressed, she would cry, she would be angry, um, um, now she's very peaceful uh, I, I talk to her it's, it's a very basic conversation but uh, how you feel
4: and well, tell, happy. tell, and, tell and the audience what it, you yes. told me what do you say to her when you talk to her
0: well basically it's the same conversation uh, there's not much because her mindset is gone know, but,
4: but you you uh, say to her
0: how you feeling uh, who loves you and then, of course, she says, "You do, Gabe, and so she can, I,
4: she can, at that point now she can talk and say that to you
0: She could still say that i mean she she won't remember most people in her life, but she remembers me, she know, and when I went on vacation, which is very rare, but uh, to visit my sister, yeah. yeah um even though I was gone for a week, she would call my name continuously throughout the
4: day yes, so here's this woman who, at one point. Uh, with keeping out of the house breaking your glasses uh, breaking your trophies tearing up all your books on running and uh, now she's very appreciative of you loving her
0: yes uh, yes, tremendously uh, yes from what I see um,
4: yes uh, so this very chaotic relationship the way it's ending at this point and when I say ending at some point she'll die but it could be many years from now um, at this point, you're being loving towards her, and she's being loving towards you.
0: That's right. I kiss her goodnight every day, and she kisses me. And uh, She can't do, you know, like she's very um, limited on, on her thinking, on her conversation. Yes. But, uh, uh, looking at our relationship, is the most peaceful that's ever been.
4: Yes, yeah, so it's kind of bittersweet. It's very peaceful and loving, but the two of you can't have a... Real no. deep relationship at this point.
0: No. no. no yes. Not at all.
4: So uh, we're just about ready to stop. I think this is a tremendous story. This is only the, the surface of it, and hopefully someday this can be a wonderful movie that a friend of mine and I will be writing. Hopefully, and uh, I'm so glad you could be on my show today and talking about this. And uh, we really could have a four-hour show on this, but we can't do that now. So I want to thank you very much for being so open and candid about this uh, life you've had with Candace, And hopefully the people who have heard this story can get something out of it that may have meaning for them in various ways. And uh, in the next few seconds, anything you want to say for last, your last words on the show?
0: No, uh, well, one, I appreciate you having me on the show, and two, uh, uh, in regards to teacher-student relationship, I, even though mine may be unusual, I I, I do not condone uh, teacher-student relationships. So I want to make sure people understand that on we're listening
4: to the program.
0: Yes. No, but uh, I, I did enjoy uh, the time we spent together
4: today. Me too. So, uh, I'll stay in touch with you, and... Um... I'm just so glad you were on the show and I hope this show for various people has a uh, specific meaning for them because everybody has struggles in relationships to some degree. And uh, hopefully your struggles and what you've talked about may be of use for other people for their lives. So just about time for us to say goodbye and uh, thank you, Gabe, for being a wonderful guest.
3: Thank you again for listening today. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Human Behavior, What a Trip with Dr. Jonathan Brower on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have fun experiencing your human behavior.